Well, who's for a boat ride? I know a few in the congregation were going to have cruises this, uh, this year, cancelled, I'm afraid. When will the cruise ships be used again? That's a, a good question. But have your boat trips, if you've had one, been joy or agony? I'm not a good sailor, <laughs> so for me, they tend to be slightly agonising. The trip back from Guernsey is particularly memorable for the queasiness that it caused, and uh, I didn't think I'd ever be the same again. This autumn, we're thinking about the story of Jonah, a wonderful comic satire of this prophet, this anti-hero who does all the wrong things but somehow brings Nineveh to God. And he uh, decides to have a boat ride. He's been told by God to go to Nineveh. That's certainly not by the sea. But instead, he goes the opposite direction. To Tarshish. And his boat ride is certainly a memorable one. Nineveh is, there's a picture, the next slide I think, yes, Nineveh, 550 miles, quite a trek. But he goes to Joppa, the port, and heads off two and a half thousand miles to Tarshish. And it's quite a trip. The Israelites, the people of Judah, were not, and Israel were not sailors. This was not a great seafaring nation. They weren't like the Vikings or the Phoenicians. They were pretty scared of the sea. And so it must have been a pretty desperate act to decide to go on that long journey. And it doesn't turn out well. He ends up in the water. Travelling. God calls Jonah one direction and he goes the opposite. In the end, he ends up not in a boat, but a rather unusual form of transportation. I don't know, the next slide is, oh, there he is, looking a bit wet. Some big fish, some sea monster, some whale, is God's chosen way of transport to bring Jonah back so he can go to Nineveh. It's a wonderfully comic story. But it challenges us to think about our direction. What way are we going? Are we going with God or are we going the opposite direction? Is God calling us to do something, to go out, to reach out to someone in need at the moment? And we're deciding, nothing to do with me. I'm going the opposite direction. The reading is from Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. 
from the Good News Translation. <clears throat> One day, the Lord spoke to Jonah, son of, son of Amittah. He said, go to Nineveh, the great city, and speak out against it. I am aware how wicked its people are. Jonah, however, set out in the opposite direction in order to get away from the Lord. He went to Joppa, where he found a ship about to go to Spain. He paid his fare and went aboard with the crew to sail to Spain, where he would be away from the Lord. But the Lord sent a strong wind on the sea, and the storm was so violent that the ship was in danger of breaking up. The sailors were terrified and cried out for help, each one to his own God. Then, in order to lessen the danger, they threw the cargo overboard. Meanwhile, Jonah had gone below and was lying in the ship's hold, sound asleep. The captain found him there and said to him, What are you doing asleep? Get up and pray to your God for help. Maybe he will feel sorry for us and spare us our lives. The sailors said to each other, Let's draw lots and find out who is to blame for getting us into this danger. They did so, and Jonah's name was drawn. So they said to him, Now then, tell us, who is to blame for this? What are you doing here? What country do you come from? What is your nationality? I am a Hebrew, Jonah answered. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made land and sea. Jonah went on to tell him that he was running away from the Lord. The sailors were terrified and said to him, that was an awful thing to do. Thanks be to God. Read on to find out what happens. It's a great story. And that amazing moment where Jonah comes clean. I'm a Hebrew. I worship the God who of heaven, the Lord of heaven, who made land and sea. This extraordinary God who even holds the sea in his hands. Well, another man who went on a boat ride was John Newton. He uh, started to, to go to sea when he was 11 with his father. And he had all kinds of uh, extraordinary and terrible experiences in his life at sea. He got caught up in the slave trade, but in time he came to faith, and part of that coming to faith was a great storm where he just ended up so desperate that he prayed to God. That was a crucial moment in his coming to faith, but it was a journey, and eventually he turned away from the slave trade, and became one of the great abolitionists. He wrote of the, the stain 
that the slave trade placed on our national character. A business at which my heart now shudders, he wrote. Now, among the powerful hymns he wrote was the great hymn, Amazing Grace, which has become treasured by Christians of, of all races and backgrounds and situations. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound in a believer's ear. <laughs> 